BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Back to AB. Pull, fire, score! Alex Marcello! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. Here's your host, Cleon Wall. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are in Salt Lake City for a rivalry matchup with the University of Utah. What a great game for me to fill in on because I love this rivalry. What a great way to cap off the holiday weekend and the month of November if you are a Cougar basketball fan or a member of the BYU basketball team. 5-0 and to start the season. 18th ranked team in the nation right now. I mean, who saw that coming after a few games? And now you get to play your biggest rival, the Utah Running Utes, who also happens to be undefeated. I mean, how fun is that? I, I'm just so geeked about this game. Or, or maybe you're nervous. Are you glass half empty or glass half full coming into this game in Salt Lake City? Well, let's start with the negative. Let's let's pretend like we're negative just for just just for a moment, okay? You could be worried that your favorite team, the BYU Cougars, will lose to Utah and then have to and then you're going to have to face ridicule until this time next year that the Utes beat the BYU Cougars. Or you could be tormented that BYU will buckle under the pressure in their first true road game of the season. Can you believe that? This will be the first game against an opponent that's their home gym. You also might think that everything could come crashing down from BYU, from the Marriott Center, since some of the following eight games will not be in Provo. Yeah, it's been nice for BYU uh, coming into this game, playing so many games in the Marriott Center. The only other roadie uh, was in Portland, and I think everyone knows how that one turned out. Oregon, um, BYU whooped up on Oregon in that game, and yeesh, they don't look good now. They're now 3-3. Three and three. Okay, enough of that. Let, let's, let's say you're a positive person, and, and you think this team is legit. And you have some good reasons why you think this team is legit. They're only giving up 59 points a game. That's some good defense. BYU's also averaging 79 points a game. They're shooting 49% from the field and 39% from behind the three-point line. That's pretty good shooting. And it doesn't even feel like they're, they've hit their shooting stride yet. I, I, I think they would even say that they could play better. Alex Barcelo, senior guard, coming back for his... I guess you could say second senior season. He, he's playing like a machine right now. He's consistent. He hits huge shots when he struggles, which has been, what, once in five games this season? Other players are picking him up. Tijon Lucas, he's the perfect complement. At least I think he's the perfect complement to Barcelo right now. The wing players are solid. The big men are playing like men, stout men, and that's without senior scoring machine Richard Harbour playing so far this season. And you know what's great about this game? You know why you should be excited? you're possibly going to, go, going to be playing in front of a raucous environment with a team that a team and a fan base that just wants to beat the snot out of you. I mean, the Utes definitely want to beat the 13th-ranked team in the nation, and even better if they are able to beat the 13th-ranked team in the nation, and they're your biggest rivals too. But this should also help BYU as they get ready for the rest of the season, and also, as we said, those seven of the next eight games that are going to be away from home. But all I keep thinking about is two huge games that are going to be coming up in the new year, and that's St. Mary's and that's Gonzaga. I think that this game is going to prepare 
for prepare the BYU Cougars for those upcoming games later in the year. So if you're scared or you're nervous or elated or excited, it's great that this rivalry continues with two coaches who are not backing down from playing each other. How refreshing is it to hear new Utah coach Craig Smith say that he is embracing this series with BYU and he's encouraging his players to do the same. Now, one of the big guys who is seeing a resurgence is senior forward Gavin Baxter. The Cougar has started all five games, made 63% of his baskets, and is living his best life right now after some devastating injuries. Jason Shepard caught up with Baxter yesterday. It is good to be Gavin Baxter right now. Team's 5-0, and you're playing well, looking healthy. This is a, it's a pretty good time for you right now, right? Yeah, uh, like you're saying, um, team's rolling right now. we got some serious momentum. We've won some big games, and I myself am feeling pretty good, and we're just going to try to keep that momentum going into a big game tomorrow. So it's going to be a tough one. What has the vibe around this team been? You guys have so many new pieces, but yet it seemed to have gelled really quick. And obviously with the 5-0 start, you guys have the wins to prove it. Yeah, I think this group is just... um, really bought into the idea of you know it, it takes a team to have starts like this you know to um, win big games like we have and uh, the vibe right now is just we're just hungry for more like I don't think any of us came to be five and oh right we got bigger and better things uh, that we're chasing and so right now we're just we're hungry for more we're ready to go well and with that attitude you guys are you know undefeated right now you're ranked 18th in the country and you guys still feel you have a long ways to go what does that say about how good you can be uh yeah like you like you say um 18th in the country right now and we've just got i think we're just scratching the surface of our potential right now as a team and um we're only going to get um better chemistry and you know gel together more and so it's just a glimpse into our potential and you know come the end of the season and around march we're going to make some noise what about you personally you know you mentioned you feeling good playing well what is the beginning of the season meant to you on a personal note uh it's just been a big confidence booster for me um you know, just battling some tough injuries over the past couple of years. Um, to have a, a start like this and to, you know, play a role, uh, an important role on a team like this is just, it's a big confidence booster for me, so I'm feeling good. As you mentioned, uh, you guys get an opportunity to keep it rolling against another 5-0 and team. It just happens to be your rival in Utah. You're from here. You know what this rivalry means. What, what does this rivalry mean to you? Um, it's just... It's so emotional. These games are, you know, especially Utah, all the in-state games, um, you know, everybody kind of battling for that that top dog spot in the state. And, you know, these Utes are a good team. And um, this is going to be the toughest game we've played all year, Uh, not just because it's a a rivalry, but because, you know, we're building up wins in our books and, and, you know, the pressure only builds from there. And so we got to bring our A game tomorrow. What type of atmosphere do you expect at the Huntsman Center? I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of BYU fans. There always are. We certainly know that regardless of the sport and where BYU plays. But what are you expecting in that game? Um, it's, I think as far as the game goes, it's going to be tough. It's going to be chippy. Um, a lot of emotion. And hopefully the, the BYU fans can travel up there and, you know, give us a – a nice boost so we're going to need the Cougar Nation to show up How are things away from basketball right now for you? <clears throat> uh, they're pretty good um, just living life um, 
done with school in April, so looking forward to that. And other than that, just chilling. Family's good. Everybody's good. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving was great. Um, met up with my girlfriend's extended family, so that was fun. And uh, just had a good time. It's fun. Chill. So, okay, so since you brought it up, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to wait to see if All you right. brought it up. Right. I see the Instagram pictures. We mentioned how, how good life is for you right now. I, I see a very pretty young lady on your Instagram threads. Well, there could be a, a fiancé in the near future, so stay oh. on the lookout. Oh, are we breaking some news here? Almost. Not not completely. <laughs> just a partial break of news. Okay, so it could be a very, very good time for Gavin Baxter very, very soon. Could be. Could be. Well, you've, uh, you've certainly been fun to watch to begin the year, and uh, certainly looking for more of that as the season goes on. Gav, uh, appreciate the time as always, and good luck against the Utes. All right, thanks, Jason. Well, either Gavin and his girlfriend have already talked about marriage or he needs to have a serious talk with her after tonight's game. Yikes. Hopefully, yeah, that conversation's been had. Anyway, it's the 262nd game between BYU and Utah, and I'm excited for some good basketball tonight. No matter who wins, it's great that these teams have figured out how to play each other despite not being in the same conference. Mark Durant, he's played in a few of these rivalry games. Coming up next, we'll head to the Huntsman Center for our courtside conversation with Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Cleon Wall with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, welcome back into Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Of course, in the past, Mark, the visiting broadcasting team at the Huntsman Center was nowhere near courtside. Is that the case this year? What's that, Jason? It's a little bit loud in the Huntsman Center. Or, excuse me, Cleon, I couldn't quite. <laughs> no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I said a lot of times in the past, the visiting broadcasting crew has not been courtside. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just wondering, are you courtside this time or are you up at the uh, upper, upper level? We got that. We we made the, the big time move down courtside. Uh, <laughs> actually, Greg and I finally made it down the last time we we're here, and uh, obviously Jason's a VIP, so it was no brainer for him to be courtside. But yeah, it's good. It's good to be down low. You know, I'm getting old. My eyesight's not as good, so I like being right in the action, see what's going on. But yeah, we we couldn't have better seats than we do for for one of the biggest games so far in this college basketball season. Two undefeated teams, two big rivals. I love it. It's, you know, I'm driving to the Huntsman Center. I always got to get a, a, a sick pit in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just too many years, too many times coming up here. And this is just a tough, tough place to play. I don't care who the Utah team is, what they got th- that particular year, who you got. You know it's going to be a battle. I think this is a game for me that if it was in the Merritt Center, I wouldn't think twice about it. I think BYU rolls. But I've seen a lot of stuff happen in this building, and so BYU better be ready to play against the mighty Utes in the Huntsman Center. So I saw some. Uh, I saw a tweet just recently that they've actually removed the curtains for the, I guess you could say, upper bowl of the Huntsman Center. So they're expecting quite a crowd tonight, probably quite a few um, raucous University of Utah fans. Why is it so tough playing in the Huntsman Center? What is it about that place? Is it just because of the rivalry, or is there just something else about it? Because I've been to a few games there, and I know what it's like, but I, as a player, what is it like playing at the Huntsman Center that makes it so tough? Well, that's a good question. I mean, I never really 
shot the ball well here. They, kind of the rims just seemed a little harder to me here. As, you know, you get those married center or NBA type rims, and it's just very forgiving. But <laughs> I wasn't a good enough shooter to <laughs> shoot Swiss shots. So uh, these rims are tough, and so, you know, Utah is used to practice on them, shooting on them. That's a very minor thing, but it's just really been the fact that Utah's had such good teams over the years ever since I, I was coming to my first games watching you know, Danny Brains and Tom Chambers and Pace Mannion and Manny Hendricks. And, I mean, that, that was my introduction to, to Utah basketball and the great Lynn Archibald, Jerry Pym, and those guys. And, and uh, then, of course, when I played against the, the, the great Utah teams, Coach Majerus, I was only able to get one win here in this building, and that was pretty special uh, for me. To, it's a great memory for me. But it, it's, it's really not about uh, the building so much. as You know, you talk about – backdrops of those red seats and these tough rims but man it's just been about utah's been really good over the years and so you you better be come in ready to play and the crowd is usually a real factor now the last time we were here i was pretty shocked at how small the crowd was actually and uh, hopefully they can get some more people out it's tough on thanksgiving and the jazz are playing and all that stuff but hopefully we can see a good crowd as it should be for these, uh, these two very good basketball teams playing each other, and uh, I think it's going to be a big step forward for whoever wins this game as far as their, the, the rest of the season goes for them. Speaking of that game two years ago, Alex Barcelo is the only guy who played at the Huntsman Center for BYU. The starting lineup two years ago was Barcelo, TJ Haas, Jake Toulson, Yoli Childs, and Kobe Lee. Is there anything you can do to get your team ready for this type of an environment, or do you just need to play a few minutes and know what, know what it's like? And add in the fact that last year they basically played with without any fans in the stands, and so it's been a while since a lot of these guys have played in the big time college atmosphere. BYU, you know, has had some games already, both at the Marriott Center and on the road, where where it has been a significant crowd. So they might be a little bit more used to it than uh, than the youths, but. Uh, I mean, it, it's 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 tough to kind of get your mind around what it means. I mean, and I was different. You know, I grew up with it, so it meant everything to me, really. And some of these guys, you know, you know I mean, I don't know if Seneca Knight or DJ Lucas cares at all about the rivalry other than that now they're at BYU and they know it's important to get this win. But, uh, I mean, it was it was life or death for me, it seemed like. But a lot of these guys are like, oh, it's just another game. Let's go out and play. But, uh, you know, I, I think when you actually get – when it gets close and you're in this building and you feel the energy, and I don't care where you're from, you know you're in a, a different game. It's not it's not just another game. It's This is a big one. And, and I, what I like about a lot of these new guys that have come to BYU, they really embrace BYU and go to all the soccer games and volleyball games and kind of understand what it means to the fan base to, to play in games like this and win games like this. So I think these guys will be ready to go, and it's it, 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 it's none of their first rodeo, and so I think I don't think the the moment is going to overpower them. But uh, then again, I wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of nerves on both sides as this game means a little bit more. Barcelo only scored 11 points in that overtime loss to the Utes two years ago. Uh, Yoli Childs was the team's leading scorer. How how did Barcelo go from being a role player two years ago to being? the big man on campus, or I'm going to call him the big man on the Mar- in the Marriott Center. It's been pretty remarkable, actually. I mean, coming into last year, I thought, I know Alex Barcelo is going to be, be you know, better, and he had to be because you lose Toulson and Haas and those guys you mentioned earlier, and, and Childs, he had to step up and be a leader. I didn't know that he could be kind of 
the stud All-American type guy that he has become. And it's pretty remarkable. And that goes to, to him for, for putting the work in. But he's just such a tough-minded guy. And the thing I didn't really appreciate Alex Barcelo back then, although he had pretty good numbers, was just how good a shooter he is. I mean, he may be the best shooter in the country. And that's crazy. I mean, that think of all those teams out there and all the all the guys shooting threes and the, the numbers he puts up. That last game he played, he missed a couple, and I thought the apocalypse was coming because it's just so weird to see Alex Barcelo <laughs> miss shots, and and he's even been more aggressive at getting shots this year. And and, and he, you know, it, it's a special kind of player that wants the ball and can make the plays in the big time situations. Not there's there's very few out there. Not, not just to just want the shot. A lot of guys want the shot, but very few can deliver. And he does that, and it's just become really a remarkable, you know, one of the all-time greats at BYU. And he, he's not super flashy, so he, you don't see a lot of, you know, nobody's talking about Barcelo as Jimmer, but the numbers <laughs> he puts up and the efficiency and how well he shoots the ball, uh, BYU's rarely seen anyone like that. Trajan Lucas uh, may not be shooting the ball well right now, at least overall in season. 37% from the field, 28% from behind the three-point line. But he scored 18 in that last game that BYU played against Texas Southern. And he's also dishing out over five assists a game. And he seems like another steadying presence along with Barcelo. What are your thoughts on Lucas right now? I could be more pleased with Tijan and just how poised he is and how he runs the floor and, and able to – you know, run the team when Alex needs a rest and the, have the chemistry when they're together. He, he just makes good decisions. And the thing about Tijon that surprised me is his quickness. You know, I look at him, I don't see a super quick guy, but, man, he's got an incredible first step. He's, he's able to defend the perimeter guards extremely well. And then offensively, the way he's able to turn the corner and get in the paint just creates havoc for defenses. If that, if that guard can come off that high screen, and get around that high hedge from a big man and then turn the corner and get in the paint, it just destroys defenses. And he's able to go and lay it in. Or, you know, Gavin Baxter and and, and Foose have been the recipient of a lot of little dishes for easy buckets for them because, you know, their man has to come up and guard Tijan, and, and that leaves them wide open. And he, he's just terrific. He doesn't make mistakes. I mean, that's the most important thing. And, and things I think coaches value the most is guys that – you don't really have to coach too much. They're going to make the right decisions and, and makes coaching jobs easier. And he's, he's one of those guys, just extremely poised, takes care of the basketball, hits the shot when he needs to, puts pressure on the defense, great defender. I mean, what more could you ask for than and Tijon? He's been really, really good this yeah, year. I was so impressed with Tijon in that last game against Te Texas Southern. I mean, just being able to hit the shot when he needed to. It just, again, it kind of reminded you of Barcelo. Barcelo didn't quite have it, but Tijon just kind of like, don't worry about it. I got it here. Okay. Uh, Mark, what has impressed you so far about the Utes? They haven't faced a murderer's row of opponents so far, but they also haven't lost under new coach Craig Smith. Yeah, this is a unique team for me because a lot of times, years past, I could go down the list of Ute players and tell you almost as much about them as I could about BYU players. I just kind of knew them, but there's a lot of guys that I don't know much about. Obviously, I know Brandon, Brandon Carlson. I, I saw him play at Bingham High School. Uh, he's kind of finally coming to his own. He's very good and a real force with his size in the paint. Makes it very difficult. But the thing that's most impressive about the Utes, they're always good at defense. They're always just kind of grind you out. will be in the games because they just, they're just tough. They just 
play hard defense, but the, the rebounding is what gets me in as good as BYU has been rebounding against some very good rebounding teams, and they have been fantastic. Utah, you know, averages, I think, plus 17 in rebounds against teams that they play. I mean, that's ridiculous. BYU's up around six or seven, and, and they've been amazing on the boards, and Utah's got ten more than that. So the, the rebounding, the defense, uh, it's, you know, they haven't played as, as good a teams as BYU has, but, man, they, they really take care of business defensively and on the boards. And they, they may kind of be a, a group of names that I don't know, but uh, the, the still, the, the, what I do know is Utah plays really hard defense and rebounds well, and it's, it's hard to score against them, and that, I think that's what we're going to see from both of these teams tonight. Last thing for you, Mark. Uh, as you mentioned, Utah's defense, this game could be a Mark Durant special when it comes to defense. I mean, Utah <laughs> is number 22 in scoring different defense, only allowing, allowing 57 points a game. BYU, number 35 in the nation in scoring defense, allowing 59 points a game. Are you expecting a low-scoring affair? And also, if you do say yes, know that it's probably going to end up in the 80s now. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect a low-scoring game. I think it'll be low, but I think it'll be higher than both of those averages. I think we'll be looking in the 70s. It just tends to be a little bit faster uh, when these two teams uh, play each other. But I I don't know. It may, we may see more points out of football tonight than we see out of <laughs> basketball. We'll see how it goes. It'll be another Virginia, you know, one of those types of games for football. And, and – yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a slugfest, and I I love it, but uh, I think BYU's got the horses to take care of it, and, and they're gonna have to shoot well from three, which they haven't really done. But uh, I mean, I feel I feel pretty good about BYU's chances. But again, you never count your chickens when you come to the Huntsman Center because <laughs> crazy stuff happens. So check back with me later. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. We really appreciate it. Cleon, thanks, my friend. Good to talk to you. Uh, good to talk to you, too. That's Mark Durant at the Huntsman Center. By the way, stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll look at some scores around college football, college soccer, and, yeah, maybe even some women's college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome inside the John M. Huntsman Center in Salt Lake City, where tonight the 18th-ranked 5-0 BYU Cougars visit the 5-0 Utah running Utes. My name is Jason Shepard. Thanks for tuning in to BYU Basketball, joined by my broadcast partner. You know him, you love him. He is former BYU basketball superstar Mark Durant. These two teams facing each other for the first time ever in the month of November. Normally, as an independent, BYU would face Utah when they played in December or when they were in the same conference. They would obviously play once the conference season began later in the year. So the first ever meeting between these two teams in the month of November. As for the Cougars, it's the first true road game for BYU, a neutral site game against Oregon. We obviously know how that turned out for BYU, but the Cougars, even though you say true road game, it is still 45 minutes away from campus. But you know what, Mark? What do they say? 
when these two teams get together, you throw out the records, both teams 5-0, and but right now all we know is it's a rivalry game, and that's really what, uh, what this comes yeah, down man. to. I've seen, uh, I don't know what now, 40 of these, well, actually more because you mentioned the home and homes in conference. I've seen a lot, let's say I've seen a lot of these games, and you just never know what's going to happen, especially in the Huntsman Center. It's a tough place to play. Uh, I like this BYU team. I think they got a lot going for them, but Utah's going to bring a kind of a toughness on defense and rebounding that I don't know that BYU's seen. That'll be tough. That's what Utah does, whether it's basketball or foot, football. The offense is never really you know, great, but the defense is always something you're going to have to put up with. But what a great deal to be back here in the Huntsman Center with the crowd and these rivalry going back. And, and I like that it's in November, Jason, because so far November has been pretty good for BYU sports. It has been keep a, it going. It has been a very good month, and uh, we might as well go ahead and mention it. It is a final. BYU women's soccer advancing to the final four for the first time in program history, getting the 4-1 victory over South Carolina. Congratulations to Jennifer Rockwood, the entire coaching staff, all of the players. Congratulations. They will now head to Santa Clara for a matchup against Santa Clara for the opportunity to play for a national championship. That is awesome. You know I'm not a soccer guy, but I tell you what, I love BYU women's yes. soccer, man. I love it. Congratulations, lady. That is an amazing accomplishment. Keep it going. Coming up next, my pregame conversation with the head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, as the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Huntsman Center. Tonight, the Cougars and Utes renew their long-standing rivalry. Tonight will be BYU head coach Mark Pope's third time facing Utah as the head coach of the Cougars. A win tonight would also be his 50th since taking over the reins in Provo. Now, on the other bench is a familiar face, Craig Smith, Coach Smith is in his first season as the Ute head coach after departing Utah State. Coach Pope is 2-0 against Craig Smith as the BYU coach, looking to make it 3-0 tonight. And speaking of Coach Pope, it's time for our pregame chat, and it's brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Everybody's excited about the way this team is playing right now. I'm curious what you're most excited about with this team currently. Well, I love that the team is focusing on things that are most important. And I love that we've, I love that these guys have so far in the first five games created a space where um, they have some wiggle room. They don't have to, you know, they're, they're uh, guarding well enough and they're rebounding well enough that they don't have to play perfect offensive games every night to win. Or um, it seems like that, that they have made such an impact there. So that's a great place to grow from is, is their commitment to those two facets of the game. And it gives us a, a pretty high ceiling. You mentioned rebounding there. And I, you've mentioned rebounding a couple of times. In fact, when I asked you a couple of days ago with the general media, the thing that has probably impressed you the most or the thing the team is doing best, and you said rebounding immediately, that's what Utah does as well. It seems like that's going to be a pretty important stat in this game. Yeah. In fact, Utah is a top 10 rebounding team in the entire country right now. I think they're six or seven, give or take. And so um, they're at the very, very pinnacle of everybody 
in college basketball right now on the glass, so it'll be a great challenge for us to try and compete with them. These in-state games are always big. When it's the rivalry game, it seems to be even bigger. How do you view this specific matchup between these two teams? Yeah, I mean, it's it, come on. Just in-state games are great, and these rivalry matchups are great, and and, and players care and fans care, and and um, it just is uh, is special. It's you know, there's nothing better than going to the backyard and getting to play against your brother and and see who wins and owns it for the day and so uh, we love these games. We got a ton of respect for this Utah program. They're doing great. Craig Smith is a great coach, and uh, he's put together a great team. And so it's it's uh, it's going to be really fun. Well, and you said on post game the other night that this Utah team reminds you of Craig Smith's first year at Utah State. What do you mean by that? Well, it was it was interesting. Um, you know, when when Craig first came to Utah State, I think we I think we've played him almost every year since he got there, and. Um, and that was the striking thing about his team when he first got to Utah State was they were pushing so hard in transition. Uh, they were running so hard on every possession. And then they were just attacking the glass relentlessly. And, um, you know, I just remember that sticking out when he first got there. And, uh, he, you know, that's been a hallmark of who he is as a coach and what he does with his programs. And certainly it seems like at least a part of where they've started is in those two areas. Uh, in terms of health, you head in healthy, ready to go, everybody available, maybe with the exception of, of Harward. But beyond that, everybody ready to go? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, everybody's nicked up a little bit like normal. But uh, I think Foose is, you know, uh, Foose seemed like he responded well to post-game treatment on Wednesday, and uh, Gideon has shown some good improvement over the last couple of days, so I think we'll be fine. By the way, Foos, did he give you more than what you expected to be able to get out of him against Texas Southern? Yeah, you know, we were stuck. We were just in foul trouble in the first half. In fact, I think Caleb had two, and Gav had two, and um, I think Seneca and Gideon might have all had two, so we had to ride him a little bit longer than we wanted to in the first half, but he sure responded. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck against the Utes. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's BYU head coach Mark Pope, and from one mark to another, it's time for tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by Ford, built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to tonight's game? Well, the one area BYU has not been great is three-point shooting, aside from Alex Barcelo and maybe Spencer Johnson. They need to shoot around 40% tonight. I think if they do, Utah will not have the offense to keep up with BYU, so look at that three-point number, got to be around 40 Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling and tailgating faves. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show is coming up next. This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Huntsman Center. BYU ranked 18th in the nation, taking on the University of Utah. 
And this is the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you courtside. And Mark, we've talked a lot about rebounding, and uh, you heard my conversation with Coach Pope. We, we talked about that and just how important of a stat that is going to be for both teams. Utah has a plus 16.6 rebounding margin. BYU is plus 10.8. That puts Utah at number three in the country in that stat. BYU comes in at 25th. The team that controls the glass will certainly have a leg up tonight. It seems to get tougher and tougher. I mean, SDSU, and then you go to Oregon, and Texas Southern was a tremendous rebounding team. And just, you're like, well, we've, we finally got rid of all those good rebounding teams. No, you got one of the best in the country here in Utah. It's remarkable what they do. Obviously, Carlson down low is a big, big force. But uh, the fact that Mark Th- Marco Anthony's not playing, I mean, he's a good rebounding guard. That's going to hurt the Utes. But you know, in, in actuality, though, I mean, the fact that the teams that the te- two teams have played have been a little bit different. So this is... This is going to be a much more balanced uh, uh, rebounding battle that Utah will have tonight against BYU, who's been tremendous this year. Yeah, we're waiting to see what Utah's starting five looks like. As you mentioned, it does not appear that Marco Anthony, the senior out of San Antonio, is going to play tonight, but we're still waiting for official word on that. Mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food is just minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off-the-grill chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp. Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text COCONUT to 61090 for a 15% discount off your next visit. That's COCONUT with two Ks. Text K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up after the break, my conversation with new Utah head coach Craig Smith. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Huntsman Center nearing tip-off between BYU and Utah. Craig Smith is in year one at the helm of the running youth basketball program. After three seasons at Utah State, which, by the way, included two NCAA tournament bursts, Coach Smith made the drive south from Logan to Salt Lake City. And it was about a year ago this time that I actually talked with him before BYU's game at Utah State. And this year, we began talking about his transition to Utah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. And I think you're right. It was about a year ago. And shortly, uh, and then I got COVID, so I couldn't even coach in that game, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm super excited. Uh, It's amazing how many things have changed in a short amount of time. It's been a very smooth transition, just moving about 90 miles south of Logan to uh, wonderful Salt Lake City. So fired up to be here. Our players have been fantastic, you know. Uh, we only returned seven of our guys from last year's team, and of those seven, only two played average more than seven minutes a game. So that's been different. And then, of course, we brought in eight new guys. So it's been fast and furious, but our guys have had a tremendous attitude and an attitude that craves improvement, and we've made great progress. So we'll certainly find out how much progress we've made uh, going against a, a very, very, very good BYU team. Well, and for all of the reasons that you just mentioned, are you ahead of schedule? Are you surprised to be 5-0 and at this point? I've always probably approached things a little bit differently than a lot of coaches do. I don't try to put limitations on, a, on our team or our program or individual players. We always expect the best out of them, whether it's as a team or on an individual basis. So 
you know, I'm not sure. I, I love how we're playing. We're playing super, super hard. I, I feel like we've gotten better every night out. Uh, very rarely do we have to get on our guys in practice. So it's a fun group to be around. I don't know how good we are, you know. That'll play itself out. Dealing with some injuries right now. So we're just trying to plug and play and put some guys in some positions maybe that they haven't played a whole lot. So um, we'll just see where the chips uh, fall. Coach, as you mentioned, you're going to learn a lot about your team taking on BYU, who, like you, is also 5-0. and The Cougars come in, ranked 18th in the country. What are your thoughts on this BYU team you'll face? Sometimes coaches get on these shows and blow a lot of smoke and do all that kind of stuff, and we try to not do all those kind of things. But BYU is a very, very good team. I mean, obviously, they're ranked in the top 20 in the country for a reason at number 18, and they have everything. I mean, Barcelo's an experienced guard. He's an elite guard. He puts a lot of pressure on you. You know, he can score at the rim. He gets fouled. He's got a great mid-range game, and obviously he can really, really shoot it from the three, but he's also a great decision maker and a tough, feely competitor. And then they're really balanced after that. They have great size. It's almost like every night you watch them, there's a different guy that steps up to the plate in the scoring column up to this point. And so, and then they're tenacious defensively. I think they've really grown in that respect. I think this is the best defensive team that I've seen out of them, at least in my three years, you know, at Utah State playing BYU. And they're an elite rebounding team. I think they get roughly 39% of their missed shots, which is a high, high, high number. So they don't have a lot of holes in their game on either side of the ball. You know, a lot of teams, there's holes, right? And I just don't see uh, many, if any, with these guys. And so they eliminate losing. And so in order for us to have a chance to win, we're going to have to beat them to beat them because, because they don't beat themselves. You've obviously experienced the rivalry between BYU and Utah State, but it's not BYU versus Utah. So I'm curious, what do you expect from your first red versus blue? Yeah, it'll be exciting. You know, obviously I haven't experienced it firsthand. The only recollection I truly have or have seen was my first year at Utah State in the Beehive Classic. We played Weber State in the second game, and Utah played BYU in the first game in Vivint. And it was electric in that building. And just the roars, and of course you have the pomp and circumstance and everything that goes with it. And, you know, we're going to wear our reds, and BYU's going to wear their blues. And it's a great tradition. I just love this fan living in this state. They're so passionate about basketball. When you love the Cougars, you love the Cougars and no one else. When you love the running Utes, you love the running Utes and no one else. And I love that about college athletics. You know, they're at our place this year. We'll be back at their place next year. I love the, the true home court that goes on. I think that's really, really important in college athletics and specifically with rivals. Should be a fun one. Two good teams. Two teams, 5-0. and oh, And uh, as you mentioned, should be a great atmosphere for the rivals game. Coach, I always appreciate you taking a few minutes. I enjoy our conversations. Thank you so much for doing it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. We look forward to seeing you. That's Utah head coach Craig Smith. Always appreciate his time. More of the BYU Storm Cougar Tip-Off show is next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We're nearing tip-off here at the Huntsman Center. Both teams have made their way out onto the floor, and one player I think uh, you fans are paying a little attention to tonight would be Caleb Lohner making his first trip to the Huntsman Center since transferring from Utah to BYU. We actually had Caleb on BYU Sports Nation yesterday on BYU TV, and 
he's expecting to be public enemy number one tonight. What I love, Mark, though, is he said, I, I, I love it and I'm looking forward to it. He says he expects to feed off that tonight. Yeah, I love it. And he needs something to kind of get him going offensively. He does a lot of good things. He's struggled offensively. He needs to be more decisive. But I tell you what, this is the kind of game that can really focus you. And I know he wants to play well. And listen, you're, not, you're nobody's public enemy number one unless you're really good. And he's really good. And he needs to, to play really good tonight to get the use. Well, and uh, you mentioned three-point shooting. Caleb's 0 for 8. I told him uh, on BYU Sports Nation, it's happening tonight. He's going to knock down that first three hey, against uh, against not, the University of Utah. I'm not going to argue the Sports Nation karma. I've <laughs> seen it too many times. All right, BYU won last season in Provo, and Utah won the last time this game was here in Salt Lake City in 2019. All-time, the Cougars in Salt Lake City are 49-75 and against Utah. In 2022, BYU men's basketball will be dunking on cancer. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during West Coast Conference play will raise money for BYU Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs' fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. Time for a final break. We'll wrap up the, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Welcome back to the Huntsman Center. Jason Shepard and Mark Durant with you, getting you ready for BYU and the University of Utah. And it appears that we are getting ready for the national anthem. So we will pause for just a moment. And honor America. Crowd filing in here. Obviously, lots of blue. But right now, it is mostly the lower bowl area uh, where the Ute fans are. A lot of BYU fans up top. Time for our national anthem.
The crowd here at the Huntsman Center applauding the national anthem. Well done. Mark, as we mentioned, both teams 5-0, but I, I think BYU comes in as the more battle-tested team. Utah obviously has wins over Boston College and Tulsa, but I thought it was interesting, my conversation with Craig Smith, when he said he really isn't sure how good this team is. I think you'll get a pretty good idea tonight. I think for both teams, how they play tonight will really be indicative of where they are for the season. But so far, really good. We'll see what happens tonight. Tip-off is next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.